0: we got some wonderful gifts from moms today, and we will give them out after the sermon. Um, otherwise, you'll be playing with your Happy Meal. I mean, your... <laughs> so, I don't know how that can be distracting to children. Uh, so, <laughs> praise the Lord. This, today's I want, today I want to talk for Mother's Day about the Mother's Gift. Um, I was joking with... Uh, um, Jason, this week um, and uh, Marion, I don't know. Do you know any of those Mother Day hymns in our hymn books? Some of them. I don't think I've ever sang them before. And uh, so I let Jason get off the hook on that one because he didn't recognize them. And so um, we don't even have music for them. So um, unless we knew how they went and uh, but I, I think we could have got uh, Marion up here to sing a solo Woo! no <laughs> there you go there you go I like that I like that <laughs> and 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 I know the song she would have picked it would have been oh the old rug across so she could have sang on a hill far away so <laughs> I'm sure though that when you and um Al are out in the fishing boat you sing to those fish till they bite your line not and anymore. not anymore. <laughs> so <laughs> praise God. But happy Mother's Day. Thank you. Um Pastor, my mom really, really wants us to sing three forty four in the blue. It's called If I Could Hear My Mother Pray Again. Okay, Jason, you lead it. It was sounding good. Oh that's okay. Three what? Amen. if I could only hear my mother pray again, if I could hear her tender voices, then, so happy I should be. If I could only hear my mother pray again, if I could hear her tender voices, then, so happy I should be, twould mean so much to me if i could hear my mother pray again how sweet and happy seems those days of which i dream when memory recalls them now and then and with rapture sweet, my weary heart would beat. If I could hear my mother pray again, if I could only hear my mother pray again, if I could hear her tender voice as then, so happy I should be t'would mean so much to me if I could hear my mother's pray again. Verse 4, Her work on earth is done, the life has been won, and she will be at last at rest when above. And some glad morning she I know will welcome me to that eternal home of peace and love. If I could only hear my mother pray again, if I could hear her tender voice as then, so happy I would be, would mean so much to me. If I could hear my mother pray again. <laughs> um, the only thing is, if you ever want to hear, here's the rule. And I forgot, I've never shared this with you. If you ever want to hear a song, um, because I haven't always led singing. If you ever want to hear a song we don't know, you have to sing it through for us so that we can get it. Yeah. Um, now, now Listen. When I was in my first church and I would get these requests for songs out of the Redback that I didn't know, and I was leading that night, they had to teach it to me. And that was the only way I learned a lot of the songs out of there. And it's a really blessing because you won't sing alone after the first time through, but i got to hear the melody. If I don't know what the melody is, I, I, I'll butcher it. <laughs> so... so I, that's what I was telling Jason, I don't think I've ever done the Mother Day songs because nobody ever taught me them right. to me. So um, a lot I have to do is I have to learn the song and then I'll recall the music, but I just have to hear because I don't really read music. I can read the hills and valleys, but I don't really read the music, so um, But thank you. That was very uh, by the way, Stacy, we thank you for your solo. Let's give her a hand. She was brave. She was brave, and I thank her for it. Amen? Do something we actually to do today. Yes. Yes. And so, thank you. Thank you. And so, praise God. I thank God for all our mothers, and, and I'm glad you spoke up. So, happy Mother's Day. Today, we're going to look at three gifts that Christian moms give their children, and we say, thank you, moms. Shh, shh, So, Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this time together and what we're going to see out of the word. We thank you for the um, gifts that our moms have given to us, and we thank you, Lord. Lord, uh, none of us would be here wouldn't be here without their mother, and so we thank you, Lord, um, for our moms. And so, Lord, bless us, I pray. And Lord, I thank you for your anointing to bring this word. Help this word to speak to our hearts and minds today so that we can use it to touch other people's lives. Again, I thank you for your anointing because I sure need it today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. I am, just pray for your pastor. It's now been like four weeks and I'm still battling this, whatever this um, thing is. This time he put me on medication for bacteria because it just won't go away. But uh, with my other stuff I have, it says, um, you better talk to your doctor before using this medication if you have this, this, and that. And I'm going, I got that, and I got that. And I, so Lord, just heal me of all of it. And so um, just pray for me. And then uh, we've been staining our back deck, and it's quite large, and um, we've had to wash it, let it dry. We've had to sand it, We've had to primer it. We've had to stain it. And so I finally finished it on Friday, and then yesterday I was doing all this other yard work, and so today I am just stiff and sore. So I understand, Stacy, and uh, I understand completely what you're talking about with, with aches and pains, but we just persevere and we push through. Amen? Proverbs 6, 20 through 24 and um, comes with our first gift that our mothers have given to us. There's three gifts. Instruction, faith, and obedience are the three gifts that our mamas have given to us. And if you're a new mom, these are the three gifts you need to give to your children. But let's look here at Proverbs 6, 20 through 24. My son... And this could be my daughter, so listen up there, Danny. Um, Just teasing you, Danny. My son, keep your father's command, and do not forsake the law of your mother. Bind them continually on your heart, tie them around your neck. When you roam, they will lead you. When you sleep, they will keep you. And when you are awake, they will speak with you. For the commandment is a lamp and the law is light. Reproof of instructions are the way of life to keep you from the evil woman, from the flattering tongue of a seductress. Oh, do we need that help in this day and age we live. Now most Christians don't see the gift. Most Christians don't see the gift we are given here. But let's see how the modern english version writes verse 20. he's okay i can preach louder than he can scream Um, because you know i grew up in the lutheran church and we didn't have places for the babies to go pastor lutz had to preach louder than the babies and that's okay you know what And we all learned and they weren't distractions the mev writes verse 20 this way my son Keep your father's commandments and do not forsake the instructions of your mother. Here's what I saw when I was gleaning this. Fathers give commands. Mothers give instruction. Fathers give commands and mothers give instructions. This is why you need both mom and dad. I know the culture we are living in it says you don't need dad anymore. Women don't even need a husband anymore or a man in their life because, you know, they just don't. Isn't that weird? We would do that to our children. But the Bible says here, My son, keep your father's commands. How can the father give commands if he's not there? And how can the mother give instructions if she's not there? Amen. So they go hand in hand. We first learn about God as children at our mother's knee. But do you see the role of each parent plays? Mom and dad, you are very important in the life of your children. Again, dads give commands and mom gives instructions. Your dad says to you, this is the commandment I lay down. And then mother instructs you why he commands it. Come on, think about it. That's not fair as you stomp your foot. He won't let me go with that cute boy. But dad commands, no. And then mother just kindly instructs you why. Isn't that the truth? Come on. Isn't that the truth? And then there's times when mom is trying to instruct the child. I'm instructing you, child, that this is the reason why we don't play in traffic. But mom, I'm not going to listen to you. So then dad comes down with the command. Next time you play in traffic, this is what's going to happen to you. You see why they needed to be together? The Mack truck will drive over you and you will be no more. Um, Here is... Why these gifts to our... Here's why these gifts are important to our children. Again, the MEV says in verse 23, For the commandment is a lamp. It will light your way. And the law is light. And listen to this. And reproofs... Doesn't it seem like moms end up reproofing a lot? Reproofs of instruction are the way of life. And if we do our job right, when they get older and they become teenagers, we, don't have to, we know that we've raised them pretty good, that it'll help them make better decisions. And then when they go off into adulthood, we can say, you know what, that kid was pretty good, and we've done our job. <laughs> the second gift our mothers give us is faith. 2 Timothy, I don't want to hold you here because some of you got... Places to go and people to see, and um, hopefully, hopefully, Marilyn, your daughters are treating you to a wonderful meal today. I already told them I'm not doing nothing. There you go, <laughs> Marilyn. That's okay. We're using paper plates today, yes. and. We're just making brats, and that's how simple it's going to be. Because Lorraine didn't want to cook. I'm taking mom to Chuck E. Cheese for pizza. All right, E. You know what? That for I, I got to tell you, for Carol, that's very important. That's very appropriate because that's a place a kid can be a kid. Second Timothy. Boy, the podcast is going to sound different this week, isn't it? <laughs> by the way, all those who are listening by podcast, you should have been here. We're having fun. 2 <laughs> Timothy 1, 3-7 says, I thank God, whom I serve with a pure conscience, as my forefathers did. This is Paul talking. As without ceasing, I remember you in my prayers night and day. Greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears that I may be filled with joy when I call to remembrance, listen to this, the genuine faith that is in you, which first dwelt which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois, so grandmas, you've got a job to do, and your mother Eunice. And I'm persuaded is in you also. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying out of my hands. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Now listen, God has given you a sound mind. Start claiming it. Some of you suffer from some disorders. That's okay. But do you know something? God can and will. His desire is to heal you. And it says here, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Start saying, Lord, you have promised me a sound mind. And because I want that, I'm going to love people more. And I'm going to start living in that power. You know what power means there? I can. The devil keeps telling you you can't. But the Bible says here he has given you power. It's the same word that we use for dynamite. It's the same word that he says, be filled with power on the day of Pentecost. It means I can. So get that I can't vocabulary out of your life. Start claiming what God has given you. Say, Lord, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a I can to attitude, and I'm gonna go ahead and 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 believe you for my sound mind. Yesterday, the president spoke at um, Liberty University. And I didn't know this, but Liberty University is now the largest Christian university in the whole country. Oh. The president spoke there yesterday. Tears came to my eyes to hear our president talk about the Lord like he did. And the CFO... The vice president of Liberty University is in his 90s. He wasn't supposed to live until past 45 years old. He had a I can do spirit. Do you remember World War II? Some of you who are old enough to remember that as kids. Do you remember all those soldiers who were left in the Philippines and had to walk that, that all those ways when he was liberated? He was only 80 pounds. Well, was told he wasn't going to live past 45 years old. He's now in his 90s. He looks great. Huge smile on his face. The president recognized him and said, you have somebody here who has an eye. You kids can learn from, learn from him. He's never given up. And the president said, he came home. And he discovered God's plan for his life and he went forward with it and he said to them, he says, now you stay well because we want to keep you around for a lot longer than this. (laughs) It was wonderful and he told those kids, don't give up. Please, Joshua, sit up because nobody wants your feet on them. Thank you. What a wonderful gift faith is also like the fact the president says under his administration we Christians don't have to be afraid to speak and he will protect our right to be who we are yep. what a wonderful gift that faith is remember genuine faith is only found in Jesus Christ it, and it's not through cheap grace either it is through the cross that salvation comes. Our faith begins when we believe in Jesus and ask him into our hearts. Can you say amen? Amen. Grandma, mom, make sure you share your faith with your children and grandchildren. They need to hear it from you. Just like Eunice and her mama Lois went ahead and made sure that they shared their faith into Timothy. And then when Paul found Timothy, oh, he found a soldier for the Lord because of that faith that was in him. Some important advice is here from Apostle Paul, and we find it again in verse um, 6 and 7. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift. Listen. Don't let them think that you're too young. If God has gifted you to do something, stir up that gift and use it. And then remember, He hasn't given you a spirit of fear. He has given you the power of love and a sound mind. And lastly, not only does He give you, our mothers give us the gift of instruction, the gift of faith, but also obedience. And I'm going to come at this from Jesus' standpoint on obedience. We go back to Mark chapter 3. Mark chapter 3, verse 31 through 35. Then his brothers and mother came. Now Jesus is in his ministry. He's preaching. He's got all these people in the service and he's preaching, right? Then his brothers and mother came and standing outside, they sent to him, calling him. And a multitude was sitting around him, and they said to him, Look, your mother and your brothers are outside seeking you. Well, that makes, you know. But he answered them saying, Who is my mother? Or my brothers? And he looked around in a circle at those who sat about him and said, Here are my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of God is my brother, and my sister, and my mother. This gift is one we all struggle with, even as adults, this gift of obedience. Samuel told King Saul, obedience is better than sacrifice in God's eyes. There's a lot of... You know what? We can give a lot of lip service to God, can't we? Oh, yeah. But are we obedient to this? The ministerial is actually taking up a question that I asked five years ago for them to take up. And then I've been thinking about it. The question that they're seeking, they'll never find as long as some of those churches who are represented at the... Ministerial aren't obedient to this. Because we have churches that call themselves churches and Christians who call themselves Christians who are not obedient to the word. They figured, oh no, the culture says it should be this way and so that's what we're going to look at. Let me tell you something. The only way we're going to win millennials is if we live this out before them. And we stand true to the word of God. Because millennials are sick and tired of watching people compromise all the time. Amen. And I'm not picking on, you know what, I'm not picking on millennials because a lot of the millennials, when they come to Jesus, they'll die for Him Because they love him so much. The ones that we're having trouble with are the so-called snowflakes. Well, you know what, if we get them saved, they won't be snowflakes anymore. You know, yes, we're all unique and special and everything, but God's also given us a backbone. Amen. Hello? He was it. Amen. That was one of our millennials that says that. Anyone, anyone born after 1980 is a millennial right now. So I love, I love our millennials in our church. Jesus' family comes looking for him. Jesus, come out here. The backstory to this was Mary and his brothers were coming to take him home. Jesus, what are you doing out here preaching all like this? Oh, we're going to take you home, if you look at the other Gospels. That's the backstory behind that. And Jesus is going, oh, come on, guys, have you forgotten, Mom? Have you forgotten, Mom? You raised me. You've kept all these things in your heart, Mom. Come on, Mary. And Jesus looks at him, here's my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and my mother. What a question Jesus asked in 33, wasn't it? Because who are my mother? Who are my brothers? Are you, are you God's mother? Are you, are you Jesus' mother? Are you his her brothers, his sisters? If, if you do the will of God and you're obedient to this, you are counted as his mother, his brother, and his sister. Oh, isn't that wonderful to know that you would be counted like that. So in conclusion to this morning, have you come to obedience of salvation? All you have to do is ask the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this word today. It's not a very long message today,